computer. All right. Welcome to the Athlete for Life podcast. I am your host, Jonah Mitchell, uh, here to help shatter your beliefs on what you can and can't get done in your sport, in your life, by helping you understand what it means to be an All-American. And today's episode uh, is a bit of an impulse episode because I don't, you know, if you've been following me for a little while and all the stuff that I do, I, uh, I highly run off of impulse. And I get an idea and I have to immediately act on it. And sometimes it goes really well and sometimes it doesn't. But, uh, you know, that's what that's really why I like doing all this stuff. So, uh, yeah. So today's episode, as you can see in uh, from the title, uh, it's going to be. Well, let me me start by saying I started all this self-improvement business, all this stuff uh, just just about a year ago. And uh, I've been trying to document my journey uh, of growth as much as I as much as I possibly can. And it's been a it's been a it's been a process, man. And a lot of this, it comes from all the beliefs that I used to have. And that's why I do all the that's why I do what I do. That's why I coach who I coach is because I know what it's like to want to be the best you possibly can be and not do that. And every lesson I learn, I hope to share with you listening and, and anyone who watches me or follows me on, on social media. It's it's a process, you know, even though I, I, I don't have it all figured out, even though it may look like it from time to time. But I'm, I'm learning as much as you are on a daily basis. So this this topic today, uh, I, I want to talk to you how to go from mediocrity to greatness. Uh, it, it's it's what I'm trying to do. It's what I've what I've. To be honest, I've been mediocre my entire life, and it's been incredibly frustrating. So, what separates greatness from mediocrity? I mean, that's a question I ask. I have to ask myself every day, because that's I think that's where the the whole premise of this is understanding that it takes work. Like mediocrity is just accepting the status quo. It's accepting everything that the the way it is, and. You, you, you don't want to do anything different from that. Mediocre, mediocrity is, is winning two games in a season and doing not a damn thing different in the offseason expecting that you're going to win more games. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what I experienced. I, it's so frustrating. And, I mean, sports has been my entire, entire life. And the biggest thing that I can really pinpoint what separates mediocrity from greatness from greatness is your belief you put behind it. I think I've talked about this before, but this one, this one really hits home for me because I, it made me, it reminded me of a, uh, of one of my childhood memories in my sport. And when I first started playing football, I was a really chubby kid. I couldn't, I wasn't very fast. I couldn't catch a football because I, I, I literally just showed up with a helmet and pads. I had no idea who, who anyone was or anything, what was, any, what was going on. And uh, it was really frustrating when I told them I wanted to be a tight end, and I couldn't. The coach said, he said, you're too slow. You can't do that. You have to be a lineman. So that was probably the first time, one of the first times in sports that I had had someone else put a a limiting factor on me and in that time that's that really stuck with me deeper than I really realized because I didn't look beyond the offensive line and not to say that the offense not to say offensive line isn't an important position 
I am not an offensive lineman. I never wanted to be. I hate most offensive linemen because I was a defensive lineman. That's it. I wanted to go tackle people. I didn't want to stand there and get hit in the face. That's it. Like, I don't have anything against if you. If you're an offensive lineman, I have nothing against you. But my job was to beat you so It when I got older. But at the time... I wanted I wanted to be I wanted to be more. I wanted to do more for the team. I thought I could, but my coach literally said I couldn't. So that was one of the well, it was it was frustrating for me as like eight or nine years old. I, I really couldn't I couldn't do more than just stand in front of the, the quarterback and block for him. And then I as the as the football season ended, and that was my first year. Uh, the Rocky season came on. I can't remember the, the year it was uh, specifically, but it was a year that they, they were in the playoffs to go to the World Series. And they had Matt Holiday and Todd Helton in, in uh, the third and fourth position on the, of the batting order. And I was so excited. I loved watching Matt Holiday. I loved watching Todd Helton bat because when they, they walked up, they, they were a cleanup crew. If there were people on base, they were, they were the ones expecting to bring them home. And it was so much fun to watch them because I would see Matt Holliday hit a home run. I would see Todd Helton get a few RBIs. I'm like, God, that's so exciting. He, they're doing so much for their team. And baseball and football are very different sports. But I went, in my, I went into my baseball season after seeing that experience just so excited. Just like I, I, I had watched what true – I watched two Hall of Fame players. I, I know Todd Helton's a Hall of Fame player. I'm not sure if Matt Holliday is. But I watched – those two players that I idolized as a kid do the best they possibly do in, in clutch scenarios for their team. So when I went into my baseball season, I, I had that same energy. I, I wanted to be the cleanup crew. I, I, I started thinking that I could be the Matt Holiday and Todd Helton. My belief was that I can do a really awesome job for my team. And I visualized every single day hitting the ball, bringing in home run or bringing in runs and, and it was so exciting. It was always so fun for me to think about that. That was the first time I ever practiced visualization, um, which I'll get to that later. But I was always in my head visualizing hitting, hitting the ball, uh, hitting the ball to the fences. Never really hit a home run, but I could I could make the outfielders run. And again, this is little league baseball, but still, the the premise or the 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 not the premise the uh, the idea still applies here. All right. So anyway, I'm visualizing myself hitting the ball to the fences. And bringing in runs, bringing in runs. And it was so exciting. That whole season, I just had that vision of Todd Helton and, and Matt Holiday cleaning up the runs, cleaning up the runs all the time. So I wanted to be that. I wanted to be the guy who brought his team in all the time. So by the end of that season, I think we only had like eight to 12 games. Um, by the end of that season, I had a 400 batting average. Again, little league baseball. But for, uh, for that age group, I felt pretty damn good. And it all started from my belief that I could do it. And my, and my coach, he gave me a little placard at the end of the season, uh, was the RBI king. And I was like, hell yes, I'm the RBI king. I, could, I, was, I was a little chubby. I couldn't run very fast, so I couldn't score for myself. But I could make sure that my, my teammates were scoring all the time, which I felt really good because I was making an impact on my team because I believed that I could. And it was really awesome. That being said, that was the only time I had ever really truly practiced visual visualization until my senior year of high school uh, or sophomore junior year of high school. Because when I went back to football when, for my second season, I, I went back to that same belief that 
well, I can only block. So that's all I get to do. I didn't want to go above and beyond because I, I just, I was mediocre. That's what I thought. I was mediocre. I didn't believe I could be more than that. So I was just going to get, I didn't want to be in this position I was, and I was probably a very selfish and stubborn kid. So I didn't see it as an advantage to prove someone wrong. I was like, fine, if I have to do it, I'm going to do the bare minimum. Whereas when I was in baseball at the same age, I was like, I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm going to watch baseball as much as I possibly can so I can practice, so I can be like these players that, that I idolized. In hindsight, I maybe should have stuck with baseball. But again, stubborn kid thinking football was, was uh, the greatest thing since sliced bread. So this little story, a lot of my stories, a lot of my growth, my, a, lot of the, a lot of the things that I have learned come from my childhood, mainly because, I mean, as we get older, we forget what it's like to be a kid. We forget how naive we were, how easy, how impressionable we were, how one word, one statement could really define a whole entire belief. And when we get to adulthood and we don't know why we're not where we want to be, uh, it, it really stems from somewhere. And I, I truly believe that like any depression, anxiety, uh, or, or lack of belief in yourself really comes from some, it, it, it comes from something that you experience. There's always a cause and effect in, in, in this is, I always speak from my own experience because that's the best way. I hope that, uh, this helps you understand your own experience because this process of going from mediocrity to greatness. I mean, if you don't believe you can be great, you're not going to be great. That's the, that's the biggest takeaway here. I believed I could be like Todd Helton, Matt Holiday. I've, oh, I believed it so much. And because I did, I was able to perform that way. And then I didn't, and then I just kind of lost that skill because of the first belief that I had that was imprinted that made the, la the longer lasting impression was I am not good enough to do anything other than block, which is the, the least thing, the, the thing I didn't want to do the most. So really when it comes down to this whole process, it's, it's, how do I, this process of belief and action, it all has to come from, from within. You could be the opposite of me. You could have someone who supported you in the process that wanted you to be your own special flower and you've developed the self-confidence and the self-motivation to get anything that you wanted to get done. And I, I commend you for that. I like, good, keep doing it if you can. But if you're like me, who was very impressionable as a kid, who, who didn't believe in himself and carried that up until recently, I, I doubted myself in everything I fucking did. And it really frustrated me because I wanted more out of everything I got, but I didn't because I didn't believe I could do it. So how do you change a belief? How do you go from, from mediocrity to greatness? Well, first you got to decide that you're done. You're, you first, you got to decide that you're done being mediocre and something's got to change. And that's why I love what I do right now is because I change people's belief systems. I don't, I don't, I, I, yes, I write programs. Yes, I give you nutrition protocols, but I change your belief that you can get it done. And if you can, if you can, if you can believe you can get it done, you're going to get it done. So if you believe you're going to be mediocre, you're going to be mediocre. But if you believe that you can leave that and be great, then you're going to take the action to be great. And the action I take every day is, is reading, listening, 
and learning everything I possibly can. I mean, there's there's times well, there like a lot of people don't care what I say right now. And I'm totally fine with that. But I'm not it's not going to stop me from trying to get better, to get to the point where people do want to hear hear from me, you know? It's 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 a process that I'm willing to put into and I don't know how long it's going to take, but I finally believe that I, I can be great. And that's where I want you to get. In your sport, if you believe that you can be great, are you doing what are you following it with action to be great? If you just left a season with a mediocre uh, mediocre career with a mediocre record, like are you going to take the time to do what it takes to get better more than just working on the gym, more than just going to practice? Are you going to be the athlete you know you can be? Or are you going to fall into old habits because that's so much easier? You don't have to do extra work. You get to go party. If you're in business, if you're if you're a parent, are you going to go above and beyond and realize and believe that you could be the best parent you possibly can be? Or are you going to fall into the same category your parents fell into if they weren't the best parent, if if they weren't the, the best they possibly could be, if they didn't leave you a good example? Like, are you going to follow in that example? Or are you going to go and above and beyond to be the greatest parent you possibly can. Like this all stems from belief. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do, but you have to believe that you can do it because once you believe you're going to do it, the path is going to become clear. The steps are going to become easier. So what do I do? I read every single day about people who've done what I want to do because I want to emulate that. Yes, it can be overwhelming. Yes, it can be stressful because I am not in their, 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 their spot. I could be envious, but I know that my belief is going to get me to where the, where they're at and even farther because I'm not done. I'm just starting, and I want that to be for you. We're, we're all just starting. Even if you're a senior in, high, in if you're a senior in high school, if you're a senior in college, and you're about to stop playing your sport, believe you're not done. Go into your season, balls to the wall, and you're going to come out on top with greater results than you ever really thought you could, but it's going to take belief. It's got to take belief. Doesn't come, it doesn't just pop up. You know, I listened to a really good podcast. One of my friends recommended me. uh, uh, It's uh, the Real AF podcast with Andy Frisilla. And I think it's episode number 104 with Ed Milet. And I can't remember the context, but they, they, Ed Milet says a quote where winning is more fun than fun is fun, you know? And in college, I was so preoccupied with just having fun. But I was really mad when we would lose and be a mediocre football team. But you know what? At least I get to go have fun tonight. Winning was always way worse, but it was always made up for because I had to go have fun. You know what would have made having fun even more fun? Winning. It's too late for me because I can't go back to football. But that's that's the kind of mentality I'm trying to cultivate. And that's why I want to share with you in this process. Because it really resonates with me. Winning is more fun than fun is fun. But to win, you cannot be mediocre. And to not and to be great. To move away from mediocre, you have to believe you can do that.
This is a hard process. It's simple, but it's hard. It's so simple, you, you, you can get bucked off real fast. But to really go from mediocre to great, you have to believe it. You can visualize it as often as you, as often as you can. That will help with belief. But if you're not going to act on that, if you're not going to take the steps to move out of mediocrity, to, un- to understand your opponent better, to read a parenting book, to buy a self-help book, to go get counseling, to do whatever it is that is holding you back. If you don't take that first step, greatness is going to be uh, just, just a dream. But I want your belief system to change because I know you're more capable than what you think you are because I now believe, and this, is, this has been a very hard, very long road for me, I believe there's more uh, there's more than meets the eye or there's more, oh, what's the word? I believe I can be more than I, I have let off a let on to be. I don't have to be mediocre anymore. I can be great, but I have to pay my dues. So paying your dues, believing you can do it and taking action to get to where you want to go to be an all American in your life, whether it's in your sport, your family, your business, whatever it is, we have to have a belief to do it. But Short little episode, again, impulse episode, but thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, uh, and uh, I'll see you on the next one.